0: Welcome to Picks with a Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. This is Wednesday, January 31st, college basketball, a loaded Wednesday slate, a bunch of good games coming off of a loaded Tuesday slate. Uh, got the first two picks on show yesterday. The third's happening right now. We're, we're tied up as, as we speak in the second half. So maybe a three and no show day on Tuesday. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh total play of the day already hit for Tuesday, so shaping up to be a pretty solid Tuesday here for us. Hopefully, we yeah. can keep that rolling uh into Wednesday. Uh, Jake, and it was a sad day for you. I saw that Tennessee right, so. uh was their biggest uh, upset loss uh in this millennium, probably 13 and a half point favorites. They should have been
1: a they they shouldn't have been 13 and a half point favorites anyway so that's it's fair yeah that but i don't south carolina is better than that but man could not find the bucket I, I shot less than 50% on lay just open layups
0: and, it's just, and then miss eight and, three throws and, oh. and it, it it's you know we, it's fun to ha- have winners right so we talked about yesterday right we hit our over uh with with TCU and that was uh, a lot of fun and uh uh, we got Marquette, and that was a lot of fun. Although that one was a little bit of a roller coaster too. It, it, it's great to be able to look back on a day that that, that we were on the right side of things, but it's, it's it's great reminders that you know Marquette just goes up huge and then like ends up being down, and like what in the world was that about? Or or just the Tennessee game, like you said, just teams are like hitting layups, and it's it, it's just good reminders of why we <laughs> preach what we do about reasonable bet sizes because sports are weird and nobody knows what's going to happen in an individual game. Anybody telling you that is lying. What we do know is that variance is probably much larger than your brain wants it to be. We know this, our brains are not <laughs> great at understanding variance, uh, but it is v- it's a very real thing. And the more you watch the sports, the more if you've, if you've been doing this for a while, you're like, you're like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Right. If you're a little new, or maybe, maybe I have to convince you a little bit more, but every night there's just these weird things like that. So what we always preach you know, long run type stuff. And we talk about average games. We talk about, you know, there's a third of games that are going to go great, a third that are going to go terrible. And you just just shrug and laugh it off and say whatever. And you focus on the ones that are close to the number. And that's where you're going to make sure you're getting good numbers and good prices. And we teach these fundamentals. We use the model to help us get these good prices. Many of you already know this spiel, but again, just for our new people, making sure we're all kind of on the same page here about how we try to attack making money In what is just a wild sport, a lot of fun, a lot of chaos uh, in college basketball. Jake, we're going to start off Wednesday with uh, an earlier tip, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, Northwestern and Purdue. And Jake, I'm putting this first now. Because otherwise, like I always forget that I did this and which game right. I did it for. But if you want to join us on Doug Club, you get so much more information. You get access to our Discord chat where we have a lot of fun, a lot of information, over a lot of information of their sports. Uh, a lot of people, you know, looking out for each other, talking about boosts and, and you know, all sorts of goodies. Um, part of that information, as you see there on the top screen, on the top part of the screen, if you are this on YouTube, you know, that chart with every listed every game. Uh, just a couple lines and you can cheat sheet with a little bit more information there. And you can see in this Northwestern Purdue game, obviously we think that Purdue at home is very likely to win this model. says 88%. Uh, They're favored by, you know, 12 and a half, 13 Model says they should be 13.7 point favorites. That's pretty spot on. So it's going to be tough to figure out how to handle this from a spread perspective because Purdue should win. Uh, They should win handily, but it's laying a big number, uh, you know, and, and we've seen a lot of times some of these bigger favorites, right? You know, we talk about one of the benefits to money line is uh, your incentives are aligned, right? Purdue, if they win by ten, they could care less. You know, they'd be thrilled with a ten point win. If you went up to all of them and said you win by ten tomorrow, they'd be like, "Great, sign me up!" Right? Um, obviously, money lines a really steep price, so so we can't really attack the side. But if you'll notice, there at the very bottom, the projected total. 149.8. You can also see it in that top part of the screen as well. The projected score about 82, 68. We're thinking around 150 points that makes over 143.5 and a grade pick. Jake, tell us more as to why we're liking the over here in Northwestern Purdue.
1: Cause I mean, Purdue just puts up points at home. I mean, they haven't scored below 80 at home this year. Uh, the, I mean, so we, you don't need much, much of a game out of Northwestern who took them to overtime and beat them uh, at, at Northwestern. But I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, they're, they're good enough to play with this team. So even a 20-point game can really easily go over this number of how Purdue plays at home, how Purdue shoots. Uh, I mean, sh- shooting 40% beyond the arc as a team is crazy. Then Everybody knows who Zach Eadie is and how he's going to get – 20 and 20 almost every night, it feels like. Uh, and Northwestern just doesn't turn the ball over. They shoot a really good three ball. They take their time on offense, find a really good shot. Uh, as you saw, I mean, they put up 83 against Ohio State. Um, the the game before with overtime got the 96. They've got the offensive weapons to put up points against decent teams. Uh, I know both those games are at home, but I mean, Nebraska, they put up 69 uh, on the road and they put up 63 against. Wisconsin, any of those outings gets us over this with how Purdue plays at home? Uh,
0: the first time these two teams played, uh, a Northwestern shot decent from three, Purdue didn't. And that game still got into the 150s in regulation. So obviously then it had even more points in overtime. But when, you know, if you were the overbetter there, the, the total that game was in the mid-130s. And so you cruised over that one and they've they adjusted the total up. But uh, you mentioned that Purdue, um, you know, Without trying to exactly do the math here, but for the most part, covering like every single or going over excuse me and like every single home game this year, it seems like with just a random exception here or there, uh, 14 and seven, according to covers.com with regards to going over, Uh, we've been on these overs for Purdue a lot this season. Uh, you know, they've just been good to us. they play playing a little bit faster. Their teams are trying to speed them up, and Purdue's like, sure, we'll go score a bunch of points. That's fine. Northwestern, 13-7 and seven to the over, and you can kind of see why on screen there, when you look at their, uh, you know, their ranks, the efficiencies and whatnot, it's obviously Purdue's got a really good offense. Model thinks they've got the second-best offense in college basketball, but Purdue, there should be Northwestern at number 39, isn't terrible, but the defense at number 85, they don't play a lot of defense, right? Purdue should be able to name their score in this game. And Northwestern's going to score some because that's just kind of what they do. They don't go extremely fast, but there's just enough efficiency here. You know, there's a reason that first total was at 135. People were like, oh, Northwestern's going to try to slow it down. Sure as heck didn't happen. And that doesn't mean it can't happen here. You never know how one game's going to play, who's going to get hot, cold, etc. Et but we just love these Purdue overs. We've been playing them all season. And, you know, we haven't won them all, but that's okay. Uh, I mean, the goal would be to win them all, but like, LOL, right? That's never going to happen, <laughs> right? So since we understand we're going to lose some, we're really just thinking about how do we win, you know, 55%, right? Or, or whatever your goal may be, win more than you lose enough to make money, get good prices, get good odds, shopper. You know, we're just trying to think about how we can make some money here. And back in the Purdue over, gone Gunwell, back in the Northwestern's over, gone well. Jake, there's a game on Wednesday between two teams that we've been playing the overs a lot this season. And we've making a lot of money on them. Kentucky, Kentucky, Florida. The total is 171 and a half. And we were texting about it and said, they caught up. They finally caught up. Like that's a pretty reasonable number to hang. And we look at a game like Northwestern Purdue and we say well, they they haven't caught up yet, right? In this case. And so, hey, they finally caught up to we've been talking about all season the rule changes, the better offenses in college basketball, et cetera, et cetera, why there's been a few more points. Some of these top teams have been scoring a lot. And you look at a game like the Florida Kentucky game, and we go, yeah, they they finally kind of figured it out. You look at a game like this, and you're like, I don't think they've got there yet. These teams are still going over. Doesn't mean we know what's going to happen in this game. We just think this number is too low on average. It goes over. We think more like around 150 A grade over Forrest there to kick off the Wednesday night, which leads us to 7 p.m. Eastern uh, oh, see, and I still did it anyway. I still forgot, trying to go to the next game. You can sign up with Dub Club three months for the price. I But this is your last night, people. Your last night, the, the promo code ends here on January 31st at midnight. So last chance to get three months for the price of two. Promo code 24CBB, QR code right there. Link in the show description. Just take out your phone, scan that. It'll take you right to it. Again, or just type in the, the, the promo code 24CBB3, and you get three months of Dub Club for the price of two. Uh, I always find a way to mess this up. (laughs) Wake Forest (laughs) and Pittsburgh. According to Sideline, the game of the night, the best game of the night, with regards to trying to figure out entertainment value, how close it is, and the quality, kind of putting all those together. The model identifies this as one of the stronger games here of the night. Other ones, rounding error between a couple of the other ones, right? So, uh, you know, but 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 it's 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 definitely up there. And it's a clash of two styles. Wake Forest does it on the offensive end. Pittsburgh on the defensive end. We've seen Pittsburgh every once in a while on the offensive end really light it up. But overall, they are very inconsistent offensively. Should be an interesting contest, though, because you compare that with Wake Forest, who defensively can be inconsistent. Uh, when you look at the pace of these two teams, Pittsburgh wants to slow it down a little. Wake Forest wants to speed it up a little bit. Models projecting 148, the average number of points in college basketball games this year is around 145. The books think this is going to be fewer points than average. The model says better teams score more, weaker teams score less. That's just been what we've seen. And if you're a weaker team and everything is equal, you can turn up the intensity on the defensive end and bring the scores down a little bit. If you're better teams, you just can't quite do that. That the talent on the offensive end with the with the extra year of eligibility, extra year staying NIL stuff, that the offenses are just a little bit better. And so these better teams tend to score just a little bit more. So the model's pivoting a little bit up, markets pivoting a little bit down. That gives us a pretty good edge. We're gonna go over again. 142 and a half a grade pick. Model thinks 148 is the average number of points scored. It's normal caveats, you never know what's gonna happen in one game. But in general, we think this could be a reasonably tempoed game reasonable number of points not really that low scoring jake tell us more
1: yeah the mid 140s feels right here with how wake forest and pittsburgh neither one of them turned the ball over a lot uh wake forest excels from the free throw line and from the three-point line which kind of flies in the face of like what uh pittsburgh's going to do pittsburgh really wants to take away the three ball and they've done a decent job so far but times that disappears and both offenses are better than the defenses. So I think there there's going to be easy time to find points. Not the pace of the game. Won't get this too crazy. Like I don't think it's going to get way up in like the mid one fifties. It could, but, um, I think right around the mid 140s feels right. So getting this at 142 and a half feels really good.
0: Um, For the record, the model's second best game of the night, the aforementioned Florida Kentucky, is a tenth of a point in its quality running right behind it. So you got two games that that lead the pack with regards to the entertainment value. And this is one of them. Uh, Should be a relatively close contest. The market's got it at a toss up, the model's got it at a toss up. So, you know, just two reasonably decent basketball teams. Both teams, I think. You know, with regards to the tournament, with regards to the, the season expectations, like really needing a little something more, a little, little maybe if you're a fan of these teams, a little bit fresher is what they've done. Uh, but the model still thinks these teams are quality, so so a big game, you know, with the implications for, uh, you, you know, what's going to happen in March. But we don't really think that it, the the market is off on the side. I think it's priced pretty well, but we think around 150 upper 140s a number at 142 and a half is so low we get so many winners in the 140s there's a lot of games you're gonna land in the 140s. so pretty good value at this number here a grade gonna go over there in wake and pit and wrapping us up a little bit of a later start especially given that it's local time 8:30 eastern providence and yukon jake Number one offense in the country in UConn, and lo and behold, you've seen it as of late. I mean, they look really good. Klingon coming back just, you know, it was kind of just a piece that makes all of that work really well. They've got so much talent, and then you add that in, and they just look almost unstoppable offensively. Defensively, they're solid, and at this point, that has got UConn as the second best team in the country, starting to really look a lot like last year's team where, you know, people were sleeping on them. We had them as a, you know, as a, as a team to look at for the tournament. Sure enough, they just steamrolled everybody. Providence, hey, if it was just about defense, Providence would be a national title contender. That defense is fantastic. Uh, the offense, not so much. And so we talk about that great defense with Providence, but yet we're still going to go over 140. Not that we think there will be a lot of points in this game. But the model says about 144. That's actually a slightly lower than average. As good as that Providence defense is, the only defense in the country that I look at that I think can really stop any offense is Houston. And we even saw Houston play Texas here on Monday night. We had that as an A grade over, and that got over with the, with the bucket that got it to over. So it got over in regulation, no matter what number you got. Either you got over or... The tie meant someone was going to score again <laughs> and go over. And so even that got over and that's Houston's defense, which is incredible. Providence is a really good defense, but UConn's offense, I just feel like they're going to score against anybody. They don't really play fast, but they don't need to with how efficient they are on offense. On offense you saw it on Sunday with Xavier, they put up, I think, 99. I mean, that's incredible. I don't think they'll get 99 here against Providence, but 140 is a little bit low. We have a B grade on this one. What are we saying on that? What we're saying is that the uh, amount of value, the edge we have, just a little bit smaller than the games earlier. We still like this. We still think it's worthy of being played, but we're going to put just a little bit less on it because the probability that we miss this by a point or two is just a little bit higher than some of the previous games. So this one could, could land in the upper 130s. We just think that the lower 140s are more likely. So we like the over. Maybe don't love it quite as much as some of the other ones. Jake, what are your thoughts on it? I mean,
1: mean, you know what UConn is. UConn is just a juggernaut of a team right now and probably will be for the rest of the year. Uh, The rest of the (laughs) day. The Seton Hall loss looks weirder and weirder as the farther Mm -hmm. we get away from it because they have just absolutely handled most teams. I mean, St. John's gave them a game. Villanova gave them a game. But other than that, it's just been domination, really, Uh, especially when when they get to play at home. Providence coming off that massive Georgetown game. I mean, I think they're going to miss Bryce Hopkins a lot more here than – than what they did last week, but their their offense is good enough to score some. I think they're going to, have to They're going to push the pace a little bit, um, and that with that's going to come some turnovers with as good as Connecticut's defenses, That they can get some easy buckets there. I think I think this game is not going to be pretty, and I think UConn's going to do most of the heavy lifting here. But either way, I think this gets to at least. 144 ish, right, right around in there. Just because that's what the average game is, and nothing tells me here that we're going to get below a uh, below average scoring output.
0: In, in, you know, you said anything could happen in one game, so. This game, you know, UConn could put up 99 again, and we would just be like, sure, it's UConn, right? Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but UConn can do UConn things at this point, it seems like. Uh, you know, we, we have a couple of other teams we talk about like that. We're like, yes, any given day, they, they could put 100 up if they feel like it. Uh, I mean, Purdue, obviously, is one of them. Um, when you look back at UConn, the games that have gone under that they've played haven't even really been close. They've just been against teams who want to grind the pace out and they just settle into this like – almost like 1990s NBA style of game. That's what happened against Villanova. That's what happened against Creighton. I'm not trying to, again, predict exactly what will happen. Why we like this pick is because just on average, we're going to win this more than we lose it, and that's what this is about. And specifically, we're going to win it more than we lose it by more than the 2.4% you know, required to break even. Um, But just kind of trying to look through the X's and O's of this, you know, Providence doesn't really profile as that team that's going to get into that grinded out, real slow type game. Um, I'm not sure what their game plan is going to be. What is your game plan trying to beat UConn, especially at UConn? Like, you know, get hot from three. I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, what could your game plan possibly be? But... Providence, as you can see on screen, pace 105, 100 is average, higher is more points, more buckets, faster, lower is slower. And so when you have a team like UConn that has no hurry in them whatsoever against a team like Creighton, against a team like Villanova, who also can just go really slow, that's when you can end up with those like 62 to 61 type games. But that's not really what Providence has. Providence plays some lower scoring games because their defense is really good, not because of their pace. Playing faster, as good as that defense is, they're going to give up some points to UConn because it's almost impossible not to with all the weapons they have. And so I think people are kind of this is a little bit of value because people are thinking, oh, Providence, great defense. But I, I just I think the profile of the matchup here is a little bit misleading in that regard. I think it actually kind of sets up to be a little bit more of a normal type game. That's what we think 144 ish. Pretty average game with regards to number of points. Like you said, obviously, we think UConn's going to do most of the heavy lifting because how could you not expect that with what we've seen uh, from this team? Three overs for us today, but you can join us on Dub Club for our extended cut. The play of the day is actually an under, and there are plenty of big games, better teams, big numbers. We are not going over on them. So just the three that we chose here, we kind of tried to pick a combination of games we liked. More A grades, bigger games, and it just happened to be the overs for these. But we got some unders that we'll talk about here in the extended cut as well. We got some sides we'll talk about. Uh, A lot more happening over there. Uh, Again, if you're with us on Dub Club, you get the exclusive link for the longer show where we talk more college basketball. Otherwise, though, before we get to that, Jake, parting words before we have a musical interlude and then come back and talk more basketball.
1: Like, I know Zach Eady exists, but. And Dalton Connect is putting up unreal numbers. You're talking like Marcus Howard type scoring from a few years ago, if you remember him at Marquette. There's gotta be like a like I know Edie's the best player. Can we just not give him the award this year? He's already won, he already got one. I mean, Connect is just needs to be rewarded
0: for what he's putting out. Is is this the self-talk you have to like soothe the pain of the of a the Tennessee bit. losses? I mean, okay. I, I mean, he did put I up 31 yeah.
1: tonight. Like He's he's averaging thirty two ish right now in the last five six games, if, uh, almost twenty six and so he, he scored like points.
0: half the, he scored like half the team's points then. Yeah, that's uh, a yeah. that's a thing that's a thing I guess that happened. <laughs> Sports are always weird, aren't they? Uh, all right, well that's all we've got here for the free show. Again, if you're with us in the Dub Club, stick around. We'll have uh, a little bit of music here, a little bit of. Uh, reminders of some principles and some ideas that we like to stress. And then we'll be back to talk about more basketball. Hopefully we see you on the other side.